Hello and welcome to our first ever podcast Woo! Woo! of I'll Be There For You. A friend's podcast. A friend's podcast. Yes, yeah, so this is a podcast about friends, as the label says, and we're here to talk about why we love friends. You know, what it means to us. Yeah, exactly. The history of us and friends. Because what part is played in our lives. Everyone loves friends, let's face it. So, yeah, why, why did we decide to do this podcast? Good question. We still uh, don't know. We t- <laughs> still trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, I guess we both really love Friends. Yeah. Always, always have friends in our lives. I mean, how long have you been watching it? You must be. I can't remember. So from wh- whatever the second series was, that's when I remember it having a big impact. Mm. Like I remember people at school talking about it, and I was a bit later than people at school. They, I remember them, yeah, really talking about it, doing quotes and feeling quite out oh, of it. Oh, you were out of the out loop. Of it, out of the loop. <laughs> so um, yeah, I must have like then decided or persuaded. Our parents, parents probably, to, yeah. Yeah, to say, I'm going to watch this. And yeah, then did, and then loved it. But it's it's kind of been on all the time that we've been growing up, because you had, like, the first set when it was on yeah, live, yeah. on Channel 4, and that was up until quite late, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I was still at school. I'm sure I remember the last episode airing while I was still bit. Oh, I was at well, school. Yeah, you would have been. So... I, was at, I was at uni. Um, I remember it was in my third year of uni because I remember, like, I was one of the few people who had a TV. So people came round <laughs> to... Suddenly you were popular. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Oh, well, who are these people? Everyone came round to my room and we watched the final one. So, yeah, that would have been uh, 2004... I mean, we really should have. We, we, yeah, we, we really might need to know. <laughs> we might need to fact check Riley, this. But um, that's that's my memory of it, anyway. Although, yeah, it could be. Yeah, it depends what time of year it was. But um, around that time, yeah. let's say. Mm-hmm. So it's been on there like that, and then it was. I guess it was. On, was it on Channel Four? The repeat. I think for a it while? must have been for a while, and then it moved to T Four. Do you remember T Four? I remember T Four. And then uh, in yeah, the morning. So I do remember, yeah, it was on in the morning. And but then presumably they had to cut some of it out. Yeah, not I much. Think... So it, I mean, it's quite light anyway, but they must have cut. Yeah, but I do remember there them. suddenly being a laugh when no one had said anything funny. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like say yeah. cut out as well. Really, really good edit. <laughs> um, yeah. That's true. And then there was a break, though, when it left Channel 4. I think there was. And then, obviously, it went to E4. Yeah. Which it was on. Oh, yeah. On E4 for a while. Like, every day. Yeah. Pretty much solidly every day. But then, um, yeah, Comedy Central had it. Mm -hmm. And we don't have Comedy Central. No, if you've got Sky, we uh, were in a place where it had it, didn't we? And then got to see oh, it. And I quite yes. like the fact they have like different, like Joey Day and Chandler Yeah, Day it was stuff. a bit mixed up rather yeah. than having it chronologically. Yeah, exactly. So you good. can dip in and out. Um, but we didn't have that. And then obviously now, Netflix, it's on. Yeah. And now it's randomly come to Channel, Channel 5. Channel 5, yeah. I saw that recently. Yeah, but they're, they're kind of um, signalling back to Comedy Central. So they must have done some deal where they say Channel 5, uh, you have it, but right. you've got to yeah, signal back. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how TV industry works, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> That's what I make of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, in the interim period, when, you know, the few months it wasn't on on any channel... Um, obviously got the full box set of DVDs. Um, from Virgin Megastores, I presume. Virgin Megastores, of R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Virgin. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, you're really not 
without friends. No. There's never a day you can't dip into friends. No, exactly. And I still, to this day, I know, you know, obviously you've got 10 series, but there's still ones I look back now and think, oh, I haven't seen, like, some things I bit I don't remember about yes, the episode. Yes, yeah. Some obviously you're like, oh, yeah, I know this. Off my heart, Off yeah. my heart. But um, not that many of them. Mm. And some of them still feel quite fresh. So uh, I think you can always go back to it. Always can. And I feel like a new generation might be discovering Friends now well, yes. on, like, Netflix and Yeah, things. it might be something that we talk about later in the series mm. about how a new generation might perceive it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess for our generation, it's something very close to our hearts, so it's very, we're very nostalgic about it. Oh, yeah, very. So we're not going to be able to be completely detached, I guess, from that nostalgia, yeah. we should say. So for us, it's just something to be, yeah something to love yeah like it's like an old comfort blanket that's what i feel like friends when you turn on the tv and it's on it feels like an old comfort blanket you're like oh yeah (laughs) they're like actual friends (laughs) (laughs) i mean for you yeah Yeah, they are your friends (laughs) they are my only friends (laughs) um so i guess we should say what we're going to do with this um and which episodes we're going to choose so we're going to do a different episode every podcast Mm -hmm. um and so for this first podcast we have chosen the one with all the poker great choice good choice great choice so um we've chosen that because we've decided to start off with our first episodes yeah should we say our first episode? Well, I mean, tentatively, we should say it's our first episode. Yeah, because obviously, you know, it's a little while ago now, and we can't quite remember. You know, when you you don't when you yeah. first watch a program, you're not you know putting a memory point <laughs> of this is the first time I watched that program because you've got no idea that it's going to no be dear the, diary. Yeah, popping that in. Yeah, it's, you've no idea how big of a hit it's going to be. So you think, oh, I don't need to remember this, but. Um, it's, it's what we kind of, uh, let's say, the main episode yeah. that we think. Um, our first memory of, of watching of it. Of being aware and, of yes. it. And yes. So we're starting out with my one, which is the one with all the poker. And let's give you a little bit of a, a description yeah, of that'd be what good. that is. Recap. Um, in case you don't remember, the one with all the poker. I mean, you should do, because it is a great <laughs> one, but just in case. Yeah. So the one with all the poker. So this is from Wikipedia, uh, the summary. Tired of being referred to by customers as excuse me, Rachel interviews for a job as an assistant buyer at Saks Fifth Avenue. She also sees another side of the usually docile Ross when the girls face the boys during a not-so-friendly game of poker after some help from Monica's aunt. Good little description there gives you a little taster i think it's a quite uh, yeah the description i think i wonder they've switched around a little bit there because yeah, i think it is it's basically it is about the poker yeah it's it's a it's an episode about poker game and they yeah they've put the focus there on rachel to start off with but that's yeah. fine you know that's... i mean i guess that rachel storyline sort of starts and ends that part uh, that episode doesn't mm. it you start off with her putting in her cvs trying to send out cvs to everyone yeah all companies yeah and then you get at the end her getting that phone call, spoiler alert, rejecting <laughs> her um, from that uh, Saks Fifth Avenue job. Yeah, true. So it's I guess it's sort of starter and end yeah. of the yeah the episode. I've chosen this one. I don't. I'm not absolutely convinced this was my first episode, but I just mm. remember it being very distinctly 
at school people talking about this episode. Right, I remember yeah. them doing quotes from the episode. Mm-hmm. I remember everyone talking about it. So for me, this is kind of the one I feel like would be roughly yeah. my start point. And I think it's a really good start point. I and, think it is, yeah. Um, one of the reasons I like it so much is because... It's all the friends together in one yes, storyline. Yeah. So you've got the Rachel sideline storyline, but it's yeah. still part of the wider mm-hmm. one. There's no separate storylines. There's no people going off with other people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's set in the girls' apartment, so uh, Rachel and Monica's apartment, and also Ross's apartment, and that's pretty much yes your, it, your setting yeah, yeah, yeah. for the episode. And I just love the fact, yeah, that you get everyone interacting together. Mm. And actually, when you look at other episodes, you realise that that doesn't happen that often. Yeah, that's true. That everyone has the same one storyline. Would you say that happens more at the beginning? I feel like the first season, that tends to happen a little bit more. And then as the series go on, I feel like you do see more of the sideline. I guess, yeah, you'd have to, really. You have to get everyone branching off. But yeah, it felt like this was friends, like everyone yes. together in a gang. And I suppose you've once established that, then you can explore the characters. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like the characters are very much typically them in this episode. Yeah. Like you've got Charla making his little quips. Yeah. You've got Phoebe being kooky. You've got Monica being competitive. Yeah. Like yeah. I feel like everyone's play- playing their typical role. Exactly. They're setting out their yes. roles yeah. for what they do. And the Ross and Rachel thing obviously is very yes, this um, is important when this, to this episode. This really starts to build, I feel yeah. like. Because it's like, yeah, Ross still has that and it's like pretending that he doesn't have mm. that. And actually that, you know, you see that echoed much later in the, yeah. the series. Mm. But this is really kind of the first time you got that. Yeah, really aching from Ross mm. and like doing stuff that you know he obviously tell, really yeah. really loves her. And uh, yeah, I really like it. But actually, talking about the characters and and them develop, developing their roles, mm. what do you think about Joey in this? That's funny. You should say that because I have this exact point when I was making some notes about this episode. Mm. Joey is someone I picked up on because I feel like, and I think it'd be good to explore this like going on through this podcast. Mm. I feel like Joey is a difficult one because I feel like he very much, I feel like most of the characters, you can see their development and it's very very linear development. Mm. Whereas Joey, I think, jumps around quite a lot and he's very much portrayed as this sort of slightly dumber kind of character mm. you know a lot of the jokes are around him being what stupid but less intelligent yes, maybe than the other them, yeah. characters and I feel like in this actually he makes some sort of quips that are quite like cutting and quite mm. like above in the first scene I think it is yeah when Rachel says about she's made a mistake in her CV and she's like oh do you think you know it's in all of them yeah and Jerry makes this quip oh, maybe there's some of the Xerox caught it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And, you know, it's sort of that slightly like, oh, Joe here isn't like the dumb character. No. He is got some intelligence yeah. about him. Which I think is interesting. Yeah, because that is exactly the quote I wrote yeah. down. It, it felt very, in later series, they would have given that to Chandler. I know ah. Chandler's got quite a lot of quips in this yes, one, but yeah. it felt like a very Chandler quip. And mm. I just feel like they hadn't decided what they were doing with Joey. Like, it made him... You know, the, the kind of the, the Lothario quite early on. Yeah. But the kind of... 
they did have elements of him not quite being yeah up to scratch with the other people mm. like intelligence wise but I don't think they'd really pushed that and then later series I think that was like almost that's yeah, the only joke the he joke, was getting yeah, he was a joke yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's a shame because, yeah, I really like that kind of... Yeah, he's got something about him yeah. in this episode that I think you don't see later on, perhaps. It is, in- it is interesting. And I think... Th- do you see glimpses later on where he does sometimes have a line where it's a little bit cutting, a little bit like, mm. obviously, it shows he has more intelligence than yeah. perhaps he's shown in the majority. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting you say that where they haven't maybe quite decided what yeah. they're doing with him yeah. at this early stage. I think maybe they felt like he would be, yeah, the romantic Lothario, but hadn't really developed the the, the kind of stupid side of him, if we... There's want of a better word, yes, the stupid yeah, side yeah, of yeah. Um, But that's very much how they set him up, yeah. though. I mean, it is like that... He does almost feel Joey. I guess all of them to a certain extent, because it's obviously comedy that's the nature of comedy yeah to have yeah. a caricature but he does seem quite one-dimensional yeah sometimes joey yes but then i quite joey is a difficult one for me because i quite like him in the fact that he has very sweet side he's really kind yeah i like that i think you you come to appreciate that yeah. much more later on and i when you have those episodes where he is very sweet it is really nice to see that side yeah. of him yeah which I much prefer that kind of side of Joey than that just like the dumb joke half the dumb yeah, joke. Like yeah. it, that does get a bit I think so. And I think like you say, this is definitely something we need to keep an eye yes. on because it's something yeah. maybe you start when you start evaluating the things rather than just watching them. Yeah. You're like, Oh, I can see that suddenly character arc. Well that might go over your head when you're just watching it. Like yeah. suddenly when you're watching it with a different eye, you're like, Oh, actually yeah. And when you compare compare, you know, we're gonna be jumping around yes. series to series yeah. so we can sort of compare a bit more about how they are. Yeah, so another thing to pick up on, I guess, is Monica's competitiveness. Yes. I really like it. And I particularly like it in this episode. Mm -hmm. I think it's really funny. I think they've pitched it well in this episode. Sometimes it gets a bit annoying. Yeah, too much. Too much. Too much. But I think they've pitched it really well in this one. I really like the, um, just her thing with... Ross and like and <laughs> such a sibling I yeah, feel like it's definitely. quite a sibling thing yeah, yeah and the Pictionary nice. stuff yeah and all that sort of thing I think um, yeah when I think it's later on where they're doing one of the poker games and like she folds or whatever and she says I hate this game <laughs> and I think we all know people yeah, like that that, that, that you're like, like they're really gung-ho about yeah. wanting to do something <laughs> definitely and then they find out they're not as good as it as someone else who they'd previously like disregarded mm-hmm. And then they're suddenly like, well, I hate this game. This game's rubbish. <laughs> Switch so yeah, quickly. I think yeah. it's quite, yeah, it's a very um, recognisable yes. characteristic. And I think she plays it really well in this. Yeah. It's not too overstated in this episode, where I think maybe we'll see in other ones, it might be more overstated. Yes. And that's where it becomes, as you say, maybe a little bit annoying. Yes. A little bit grating. Yeah. <laughs> where she's like, too much. Yeah. This, it's, yeah. It's almost, yeah, I guess, like we're saying about Joey, it's almost like they haven't quite decided they're testing bits yeah. out and they're, yeah. you know, they're not, they've not fully gone for you're only in this box. And yes, which, again, I feel like as Karen, maybe not so much with the Rachel or Ross, who I feel are a mm. bit more, I guess they don't have, yeah, as you say, like boxed in mm. characteristics. I think they're a little bit freer. Well, those ones like Joey and Monica, who then are like, oh, this is their thing. Like, yeah. Monica's neurotic. Monica's yeah. competitive. That's her thing. Yeah. Which, as as you say, like, as a series develops, that then becomes very much almost, she's almost tied to that. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. 
And I think it'll be interesting, yeah, to see how that goes with each character. Hmm. But I guess uh, Rachel starts off quite spoilt, and it'd be interesting to yeah. see. I mean, that they drop that quite quickly. Yes, um, I mean, you see flashes of it later on, but very much not. Yeah, how it was it's like at the a, it's like a memory of. Yes. Oh, this is yeah. how she was when yeah. she came, and I think she drops that really, really quickly, which is a good thing. Yes, because, she like, was quite annoying. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> yeah, almost too much. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously this is from series one. Yeah. Do you think it's aged? Definitely in terms of what they're wearing. Yeah. I mean, this is something we want to bring up, isn't it? Yeah, We quite want to do a feature about fashion. Yeah, we've got to talk about that. Because within the span of the ten series... Some absolute classics in there. (laughs) And it's quite interesting, again, like looking at the characters, how so early on, and this is, you know, episode 18 of series one... Charlotte's always, always digging those waistcoats. (laughs) Already he's got those out. Yeah. But also, we can't really talk about this without talking about what Ross is wearing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what is he wearing? A shirt over, like an open shirt over like a buttoned up like polo (laughs) shirt or something. I don't even know what it is. I mean, at the beginning... It's hard to describe. It is hard to describe. And at the beginning, I thought it was a shirt over a shirt. I thought it was double shirt. It's almost like that. It did look like that. Well, Phoebe is actually the one who points this out, where she says, you know, that that, that shirt doesn't go with those pants. Like, oh, she yeah. was actually <laughs> yeah. the one who says, you know. But almost that. I feel like she wasn't pointing out the most obvious thing, like, like <laughs> none of that outfit works. <laughs> uh, one of the first scenes, Rosh is wearing that, I don't know if you remember, that really red shirt. Yes. Really vibrant red shirt. Right, yeah. And that really stuck out to me, because I thought to myself, oh, that shirt's so vibrant, that is actually quite distracting. <laughs> I'm actually quite... Dis- I, all I'm looking at is that shirt. And I was like, oh, you know what? Actually, that doesn't... Ha- I wonder whether that's a thing where they realise, oh, it's very distracting red. Like, mm. you don't see that very often. Yeah. Prove wrong. Because then later on, Monica wears a red jumper. <laughs> and Aunt Iris, who pops up, uh, is wearing a red jacket. So oh, complete, right. prove completely wrong <laughs> by that. Yeah. but I was very distracted something if it's very bright and I didn't really remember oh, right. other characters wearing bright clothes no I hadn't yeah I have to say I hadn't really noticed that I mean I was so taken by what Ross was wearing <laughs> I just the shirt over that thing I was like I don't don't remember that being a thing but also a lot of chunky knits love a chunky knit yeah I thought you'd like that if we're gonna go for best outfit yeah there's a lot to choose from Um, Phoebe was wearing a lovely polka dot number at the very beginning (laughs) but I had to go for Monica's big chunky red jumper Mm. and wash jeans in fact I have an outfit very similar myself obviously about four sizes bigger than what Monica was wearing but I yeah very much my outfit of the episode yeah I don't even remember that I really don't pick up as much on fashion you'll be the one that will be commentating on fashion I'm always looking. <laughs> I mean, all I can pick up on is yeah, the bad stuff. I know uh, it's bad. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, the chunky knits, it's quite muted colours and stuff. Mm. Um, I don't think we've got the best of the fashion yet. No, I don't think so. I think also this is where, talking about character development, Phoebe's an interesting one, I think. Mm. And again, I think we'll talk about this more later on. But she is obviously... I would say more kooky to begin with. I think mm. in that very first episode, if you think about the first episode, she was practically like 
not there. Yeah. She was so in her own world. She was like, uh, I remember yeah. picking off auras off people. Like she was uh, very, yeah. like, very ditzy. Yeah. And I think they tone that down quite a lot. And obviously she is, throughout the series, very kooky. Mm. But they tone down perhaps the amount yeah. of... But I think Phoebe's the one that stayed. Yeah, yeah, I totally think that. But I think she's the one after that, once they got mm. rid of that early, like, brushed that off her. I think she might be the one that stayed Safe. the most. Yeah, that's interesting. True. Yeah. So that's something we should maybe, yeah, think about as we go along, whether she is very different from what she is now. Mm. Um, but in terms of outfit, why I bring it up is I feel like at this stage she's not quite as crazy as she is later on in terms of like colours and yes, patterns true yeah she is a little bit more muted yeah, so it's very was, hippie but not yeah that, I can't remember what it was crazy. but it, yeah there was one outfit I thought that looks sort of it was sort of yeah an odd choice for Phoebe <laughs> I think it's kind of like yeah a match suit type mm. thing I think very much the winner of the fashion is Velvet in this episode a lot of crushed velvet happening. Who was wearing crushed velvet? Is it Phoebe? I, yeah, I'm so bad at this. She thing. was wearing two items. She was wearing a skirt and a trouser oh, right. of velvet. And Rachel, yeah, I was in a velvet top. Very oh. much. I mean, oh, it is right. a '90s. Yeah. <laughs> A 90s material. Because I was hoping there'd be more kind of like noticeable 90s things. And I think that will happen mm-hmm. in other series. But this... Definitely, I yeah. didn't immediately warm to this. I didn't immediately recognise this as the as the 90s, 90s. clothing I, I remembered. I think the boys more than the girls. Yes, yes. I think it's that massive shirt yeah. over a top. Like yeah. some kind of top. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's very a 90s, yeah. a man's look, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. But one of the things I was thinking about, you know, in terms of ageing, mm. moving beyond fashion, was some of the references. Yes! So I don't know, because obviously we're British, uh-huh. um, so I don't know how much goes over our head anyway yes. for being American mm. references, yeah. and how much these references would have dated in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the one I'm thinking of is yeah. um, D, the sarcastic sister from What's Happening. Which Chandler oh, mentions quite early yes, on. So yes. obviously I'm like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't get that reference. Mm-hmm. But presumably I wouldn't get the reference because I'm not American. American. Yeah. But yeah, I wonder whether that's dated. But um, yeah, a few I things. Think, I think, and I think it'll be interesting to see this again as we go along, whether I feel like mainly Chandler is the one who does the topical stuff. Mm, like yeah. his little quips are generally tend to be the topical thing. Yes, And I that's wonder true. whether... Yeah. And I wonder whether this actually affects how we see Chanda. Yeah. Because I think that when Friends was on, I think Chanda was obviously pictured as the funny guy. Mm. Like, oh, he's so funny. He's all the one with all the funny lines. Yeah. But I wonder whether, when we're looking back on it now, I definitely have changed my view on Chanda. Mm. And I wonder whether part of that is because, yeah, some of those references are now not topical. Yeah. Now we can't really remember what they were <laughs> yeah. if we remembered them in the first place. We knew yeah. what they were in the first place. And I wonder whether that does change your perception on him. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think it probably does. Because, yeah, if your thing is current jokes... Yeah, then... and then they're now not current. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah that's interesting. I do think we should have a 90s klaxon. <laughs> Right. A little, like, a <laughs> little... A reference. Yeah. One of the things I thought was um, interesting was the mention of Ikea. <laughs> well, that was what my 90s klaxon was for. Oh, yeah. Cause I, yeah, because I, um, 
obviously IKEA is so current. Yes, yes. That I hadn't really thought in my mind that I wouldn't wasn't expecting a, an IKEA reference that early on in the nineties. Right, I suppose it is quite early on. But what I why I wanted to do the klaxon yeah. was because the reference was about the flat pack. Mm. And Chandler makes this joke about, oh, I can't remember what, quite what it is in reference to, but he makes this joke about the fact that Ikea, you have to build it yourself. Yeah. And I feel that's <laughs> such an old school joke. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah, Ikea, you have to build it yourself. Yeah. Like now when you hear like, oh God, <laughs> groan. Like, not this again. Like yeah. everyone gets it. Ikea's flat pack. Yeah. That's true. But probably at the time yeah. it was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. Ikea. Yeah, it must have been such a new thing at the yeah. time. Because I, yeah, well, I mean, I say a new thing at the time. I don't actually know how long Ikea's been going, but I presume no. that was a, yeah, a current reference of it. I presume so. I presume mm. so. But another thing that I guess um, sort of relates this episode to the current times yes. for British people mm-hmm. is, uh, or English people, I should say, is the Marcel ep- uh, scene where oh, he puts the CD into yes. the um, CD player. And that has been used as a meme yeah. uh, for the Three Lions. Um, it's coming home. Um, d- during the most recent World Cup, um, yeah. where they put over the top. Yeah, it's and I'd, I'd forgotten that this was this episode. Yeah, I'd seen that I meme, and when it was on, I was like, "Oh yeah!" Yeah. So in the actual episode, he's playing in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the meme was with the three lions. But yeah, and so you know, it's still it's being nice. Used. Exactly. That just proves <laughs> people remember that thought. Friends, that'll be that'll still, work yeah. perfectly. I love that. He was like, oh, you know, what can work? Oh, yeah, that episode from <laughs> the first <series> of Friends. <laughs> you still so, remember? Yeah, he's bouncing around to it. So should we talk about Rachel's... Because Rachel's really the only one here that has uh, a storyline other than the poker. Yes, that's So she's true. trying to get a job and she's sending out all these resumes. Yeah. They've got a um, fault in them, which I think yeah. we see later when... Or is it later or earlier? Or in another episode, which is mm-hmm. Rachel, where she was writing her own novel and she gets oh. it like misprints in the novel. So I feel like we've got kind of an echo with that. <laughs> That's um, very nice. But yeah, she's put like typos in it and stuff. But um, so she gets a call for assistant buyer at Saks Fifth Avenue. Yes. Now, someone who works in the retail industry. Yes. Have, have you got any comments on so this? So glad you brought this up. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you brought this up for a reason. Yeah. You know the reason. So yeah, so she gets this a job interview as you say, for assistant buyer. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, I would be shopping for a living. Mm. I very <laughs> Do much... Do you take issue with that? Yes, I very much take issue with that. Yes. Because obviously, if anyone knows who's a buyer or who works in the fashion industry, that is not what a buyer does. No, yeah. <laughs> it's very much not what assistant buyer does. Mm. I mean, it's not what a buyer does. Yeah. Essentially, but assistant buyer you're very much helping the buyer it's yeah. very much a more an admin based yeah. job and yeah I feel like that's very much and it kind of belies that the amount of experience you need the amount of training you need it's like oh well I've done some shopping therefore I can, I can now walk into get... one of the most famous stores <laughs> and know, yeah. be assistant buyer assistant I mean it's buyer. not like you're sort of you know an independent shop where may, you know maybe yes, you could exactly. talk up the experience you've had even though she hasn't had any experience but you can't sort of... I know it's just an interview and she doesn't get the job, but to get to that point, yeah. I think that's... Yeah, I think it was a bit... I know. And also, I don't know what the process is within that kind of department store, but in most fashion retail industries, you have a, a grade below assistant buyer, which is 
admin, mm. BAA buyer's admin assistant. So she's almost like stepped over a position <laughs> in order to go straight into buyer's assistant. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, very much quite a lot of issues yeah. with that. I mean, at this point, we should probably say, yeah, obviously, we know it's just a sitcom. <laughs> but <and> still. <laughs> you get all those people, like those lawyers saying, you know, in those, you know, dramas, this wouldn't happen. It's like, well... Yeah, but um, it's worth flagging up. It's worth flagging up that if you're going into that kind of industry, you don't expect just to get... From a coffee house to <laughs> assistant buyer at one of the most famous stores in New York. <laughs> just a little tip yeah. from us to you. Yeah. Don't expect to be getting that job. Although we'll see later that she gets almost an equivalent. Yes, so, <laughs> so maybe just keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the other features that we want to bring up is sub-characters. Now, yes. I realise in this episode, I've already said one of my favourite things is about this episode, it's just them. Yeah. But we mm-hmm. do have two sub-characters, I would oh. say. So, well, we'll see. Okay. So the first sub-character, Aunt Iris. Yes, yeah. Only appears very briefly. Almost no point for her, to be honest. I really liked her. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I think, nice to hear. I think bring her back. Someone's got a fan. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't bring her back. She's brilliant. I thought she was really funny. She was very funny. Um, and she yeah. wasn't in it long enough, though, I no. feel. I don't think there was any point to that. Because yes. also, she, so she comes in and teaches the girls poker. Yeah. And what annoyed me slightly was, so the next time the girls went to play poker with the boys, yeah. they did all the sort of fancy, like, shuffling tricks and stuff, yeah. and all like, oh, we're going to be amazing yeah. now. We've had this training. And I guess they wanted to sort of... Yeah, maybe not go down that road, but I still feel like then it was a bit like the boys still won. Yeah. And I kind of feel... I know what you mean, because the boys still won, but then the next time they play poker, yeah. obviously Rachel is winning. Mm. So it feels a bit odd, the fact that, oh, they haven't learned anything from Iris, but then... But they can shuffle. But they can <laughs> shuffle, they did learn that. But then it doesn't matter anyway, because suddenly Rachel becomes good overnight. Yeah. And like, I do think well, it is yeah. a bit Well, yeah, or she's fluky. I mean, I don't have enough about poker to be able to comment, but... No, um, me neither. But I do, uh, yeah, I just feel like that wasn't really followed through as I thought it would yes. be. Yes, it was, I know what you mean, it was a bit strange. They kind of pricked the conceit of it, but I feel like it was enough that they could have done a bit more... Like the girl, one of the girls could have won. Something. Yeah, or if they just flipped that and had them playing poker twice, mm. and then the third time they got help from Aunt Iris, and then suddenly yeah. that's why Rachel was a lot better. Yeah, I feel like that would make more sense. It just kind of yeah negated Aunt Iris a bit, and I yeah. just thought she was really funny. I think that was yeah some of that my, my favorite bit when she turns up at the door. <laughs> <laughs> She is great. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, yeah I, yeah, I would like to have seen her back. And then, yeah, obviously there's never any reference to her ever, ever again. Ever again, no. <laughs> R.I.P. on yeah, Iris. Yeah, I know. Good, yeah. So she's, yeah, one of my favourite sub-characters so far. Well, pop her on the list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> only one on the list so far, yeah. but still in first. Okay, so my second sub-character, which you'll, you, you know, you'll be surprised uh, by. Now, can I guess who it is? You because can guess when who you first is. said that, I thought, well, I don't, I only remember on <laughs> Iris, so I don't know who I should talk about. But then I remembered, of course, we've mentioned him previously. Are you talking about Marcel? Marcel. Ah. I am. Because I think this is quite an important sub-character in the early series. Yes. And I think it's something that we'll need to discuss as and when he pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you who you don't know, I presume you will know, Marcel is Ross's pet monkey. monkey. Yeah. Uh, capuchin. Is that right? I think that, yes, I think that's right. Yeah. Capuchin. Someone knows um, the monkeys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been to some zoos. Um... <laughs> 
Yeah. So what do you think about Marcel? Don't like him. (laughs) (laughs) Putting it straight out there, don't like him. I'm quite glad he didn't last very long. Quite glad he, whatever he did, died, went to the zoo. What happened to him in the end? Yeah, went to the zoo. That's that's a good episode. We'll need to do that because I really like that episode. Ah, yes, he goes good to him, right? He's a good sub-character, that guy that works at the zoo. I mean, Um, we're skipping ahead. (laughs) Don't get too funny. But, um, yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, just annoying. It just yeah, not no need really. And also, I just don't know why. Why would Roth have him? I know. Apart from the fact that, again, I mean, we're looking back on this twenty years later, mm. so perhaps things were less obvious back yeah. then. But obviously, not great to have no. a monkey in the city. No, and I feel like it was a thing at the time where people then, off the back of it got them oh really and then well, it was a big thing of yeah me. don't yeah. don't get these because and it's probably only just now <laughs> waited from that <laughs> but i don't know why i feel like ross is portrayed to be quite intelligent mm. guy he obviously it's lonely for science it's lonely he's, he's a monkey <laughs> and also some of the references are a bit dodgy like, I'm going to pay for that later. Like, the idea of him and Marcel being the faux girlfriend when Marcel oh, slams the door. Yes. And the idea of a faux, you know, a girlfriend would slam the door and then Ross would say, I'm going to pay, pay for, for that later. later. When you transfer it to a monkey, it's like... A bit creepy. Mm, yeah, yeah, I kind of get the joke you're doing, but also... Mm, yeah. It's a bit, yeah, not uh, quite what you want it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm glad you brought that up, the slamming of the door... A bit of a surreal moment there. Because mm. obviously a monkey can't... Well, I presume a tiny capuchin <laughs> monkey can't slam a door. Don't they have that kind of strength? And there's a little bit of comedy that we don't often see okay, a bit of... right, yeah. I felt like it was a little bit surrealist Surrealist comedy. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. That's something, yeah, we should look out yeah. for. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. I hadn't thought of it like that. But, um, yeah, something... A bit of far, a bit yeah. more far-fetched than what the average joke is in, Definitely. in Friends. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm really not a fan of Marcel. No. I like some of the episodes. Um, but... Also, just the noises he makes. And just yeah. in general, I find him quite irritated. Like, cheapy I noise. do like the In the Jungle, though, and the sort of bouncing that along. Is but, funny. I mean, that's the unit, that's all. That, do that and then done. <laughs> But again, the idea, I mean, I don't know, maybe a capuchin monkey can put on a, a CD. Maybe he does know what his favourite track is. I mean, I think they got some intelligence, but they're quite small. Yeah. They're quite a small brain. A small brain. Not sure he would brain. be able to function yeah. a okay. CD This is player. the CD I want. This is track number I want. Yeah. yeah. This True. is yeah. the tunes I so like. So we'll put that down as surrealism. Surrealism and Friends. How often does it happen? You could do a dissertation on that. <laughs> I won't be, but... <laughs> okay, <thanks>. fair enough. <laughs> okay, so Marcel, we're not, we're not convinced about. We put that no. in our not liking Not sub-characters. liking. So, so far... Art Iris. Art Iris is in top, in top position. Marcel... Marcel bottom position. Also second. Yeah. Oh, well, also second. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, so one of the things, yeah, that I probably wanted to mention earlier now, but... Um, mm was about um, why I started liking Friends yes. and what I feel like Friends had, particularly in series one. And I remember it being, at the time, um, in TV interviews. And one thing I very specifically remember is yeah. it becoming, you know, a massive hit and people talking about the Ross and Rachel kiss. Yes. 
So in the UK, we had loads of stuff about the Ross and Rachel kiss. And that, I remember that being a time when, okay, we've missed, we've hit critical yeah. peak of friends. And the, the thing people were talking about was the boys versus the girls and the ah, difference between those. Okay, so they, yeah. so they use this, um, Ross and Rachel kiss as that scene where Ross tells the boys about the kiss and they're yeah. around a pizza and it's just like, yeah, then we kiss and you know, yeah. boy type thing mm-hmm. and the girls and the, you know, how the girls are very different to the boys yeah. in that respect and yes. that kind of very subdivided yes. boys versus girls thing. And I think we see that a lot in this episode yeah, as well. Yeah. It's very boys versus girls. And I don't know, like, maybe this is one of the things that people look back on and go, today that wouldn't work. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know whether it would work well, or not. yeah. I'm I still think... not sure. But I just feel like that was very much what people felt about Friends at the time. They liked yes. it because it was this... Girls think this, boys think this. Mm-hmm. And I really like that in this episode. It's very much like... No, I don't like the subdivision, like, because I, I don't like this boys yeah. versus girls thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm very anti <laughs> as, <laughs> as you may know. But the, if you take the warmth from that and yeah. don't take this sort of cynical negative side, which I know there is, but mm-hmm. if you take the warmth from that, I really like the girls, the supportive girls. Yeah. I really like that kind of, we're behind you. Yeah. And uh, particularly when they start, they sit down and the joke is the girl can't play poker. Yeah. But the, I mean, that that is undercut in a way because they say, oh, it's like a girl thing. Like, you know, you, you won't let anyone play. You yes. won't let any females yeah. play. And they go, well, no, it's just because we don't know anyone that plays poker. <laughs> so they're already undercutting yeah. that idea. Yeah. So it's playing with a stereotype. But I really like when they first sit down and they play poker and the girls aren't that great. Yeah. Because they haven't played poker before. Yeah, it's not because they're, they're girls, doing. it's just yeah. they haven't played poker before. And just that kind of sharing, like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I've got that card, <laughs> you have that. And, and they're sort of helping each other. And when someone's really excited because they've got a good card, yeah. they're like, oh, look, they're good <laughs> they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah well They want to support each other. Yeah, and I, I think really that's really like nice. That. That's a really nice scene. But the boys have that as well. Like, later on where they, you know, it's um, Ross versus Rachel. Yeah. And the boys help Ross and the girls help Rachel. Yeah. And... You can look at it in a, yeah, boys versus girls. But I think there's also an element of solidarity of, like, you know, we're your team. Mm. I like the idea of teams and mm. we're on your team. And, and But, I, yeah, I quite like that in that episode. And I think, from my memory of it, the first series was quite a lot like that. Yeah, a bit more, perhaps, divided. Mm. Like, as you say, like, when you see... Uh, we do go into Ross's apartment briefly. A couple of scenes are in there. And the first thing we see in Ross's apartment, it's just the boys together. Mm. And I think you do see that a bit more in the in the first series where the boys are together as boys, yes. the girls are together as girls. Yeah. Whereas I think very much later on, um, in the last few series, they were very much more mixed up. Obviously, mm. that helps the fact that Monica and Charlotte are then together. Yeah. And, and that sort of thing happening. But yeah, it has interesting how perhaps at the very beginning they were very much divided and then as the um, series go on Mm. they become a little bit more mixed and a little bit more... Yeah, and I feel like Joey and Phoebe team up more. Whereas in the early series it's just your team happened to be your gendered team. Yeah, and you never really see Joey and Phoebe mixed too No, that's true, yeah. But at last few series it's clear they definitely have a bond between Mm. them that perhaps they don't share with some of the other people yeah and that's interesting like where did that bond 
come from because we don't see yeah. that too much happening no and i think uh, yeah and this is something we should bring up again because um the joe and phoebe thing um because it's not apparent this episode no. at all and i wonder if it's apparent i wonder when it starting apparent. Yeah, i think it's quite late on yeah um but it's one of my favorite things yes and me the too. fact that it's never really sexual they make sexual yeah. jokes and make mm-hmm. you know that kind of jokey advance and, yeah you know, there's the time where Joey kisses Phoebe, but it's because he's a friend, yeah. because he knows he wants, you know, she yeah. wants to be kissed by someone who's Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. 40 Portuguese yeah. or something. Which yeah. I think is lovely that he, yeah. he does that as a friend. It's not it's not mm. actually a sexual thing. And um, the, yeah, just the, yeah, the, that friendship between them is lovely. But yeah, that's that's another series, another, <laughs> another time, another time. <laughs> Wrapping up, have you got anything more you want to say, or should we go on to our best bits and best friend? Oh, let's go on to best bits and best friends. Okay, so best bits. So, what's your best bit? Well, I do want to bring up, like, I feel this episode, and I guess it was is from the fact that this is your first episode you really remember, mm. and I remember you quoting, <laughs> so I guess we should say at this point we're sisters. Oh, yeah. We is probably that... should have said that. Not... <laughs> With... This will make more sense yeah. when I'm talking about us being little. Yes. That I remember when we were younger. So we should say I'm five to six years older. Yes five and a half years older yeah and I remember when we so you obviously came to Friends a lot earlier than I Mm -hmm. did but this was back when I didn't watch Friends I was quite young and I guess you must have just started watching it and I remember the quotes from this episode (laughs) and watching it back again I was like so many quotes from here (laughs) I remember you saying when we were younger um some of the classics oh hello kettle this is Monica (laughs) you're black from Phoebe when um, Monica's saying about how competitive Ross is. Yeah. A quote you said all the time. I know. And I'd forgotten that until... Because I've written that down as maybe my second favourite bit of this. And I'd completely forgotten that until <laughs> I saw it. I was like, yeah, I remember saying that quite all a lot. <laughs> Even like, when it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> just just like, you know, at that time, that's probably one of the funniest jokes I'd ever heard. <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> Another popular thing I remember you saying... Uh, when Phoebe re- uh, realises Joey is poker with a J, yeah. um, Chandler replies, hey, that's coincidence with a C. Yeah. I remember you saying that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Joker is poker with a J. <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> that's coincidence with a C. Yeah, that was my... I've written that down as my favourite bit. Because, oh, is it? Yeah, that's the bit I remember from that episode. And actually, when watching it back, I was like, it's not quite... As much, it's not, I feel like there's going to be other ones where I remember them more. Yeah. And it wasn't quite my memory, as strong a memory as I thought I had of it. But that definitely, yeah, I remember that bit and I remember the kettle bit. And yeah, that really hit home with me. Yeah. So that's my favourite bit because that is the bit I remember as loving friends. And everyone everyone at school quoted it. And yeah, (laughs) I probably brought that home. Yeah, you did. Yeah, agreed then. Our favourite bit is... Well, that's not my favourite bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so those are just bits that... Well, I wanted to pick those out because those are the bits I really hit out. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy those bits. But for me, what I loved, and this might 
him back to what who I'm going to choose as my best friend. Okay. I love Rachel's sassiness in this. Oh, right. Okay. I love that she was giving it back to Ross. And my favourite, favourite bit was when um, the guys won Money Off The Girls for the second time during post. Yeah. I love that bit when she was saying, oh, so typical. Oh, I'm a man. Oh, I have a penis. Oh, I have to have, have to win money to exert my power over women. <laughs> like, I just love her sassiness yeah. in that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm quite, yeah, quite surprised you chose that as your best friend. Because I thought we'd have the same best friend. Oh. Um, but yeah, I can see that. I did find Rachel, I, I don't know, she I found it a bit grating. Oh, really? I found it a bit too much. I think you, because I love that, I love that strength. But I just feel like she was doing, I guess because you see Ross's gentle yes. side. And in the end, the conceit, like, it's yeah. like, oh, he's being lovely towards her. And I think then it makes her sassiness look a bit mean. Yeah, so they I know set what you it up mean. like that yes. to make her then look a bit mean. But you know, she's you know haven't got the job she wanted and all this sort of thing. But yeah, that bit particularly that is when she's peak. Yeah, that's you know before when Ross is still being annoying and all that sort of thing. Um, and I yeah, I really like Monica's then just completely undermines <laughs> it with her competitiveness. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really good, a really good line. And um yeah, very good part of friends, that mm. kind of female sassiness and that kind of And I feel nod. like for me, because that episode is a little bit like that, is a mm. bit about oh the girls are annoyed because they didn't get to play poker and they yeah. think it's because they're women, which the men say it's not. But the fact that they're not very good and the guys... Mm. I, and as you say, it's that guys versus girls thing. Yeah. And I feel like where you see the guys getting one over on them because they're so much better at poker. Yeah. And I just feel like that little yeah, sassiness factor. It definitely, yeah. You definitely Rachel. need that, I think. Mm. You definitely need that undercutting because without that, it would be too much. Yes. The guys have their yeah. way. And that kind of like, Ross's flies are open. You need that kind of undercutting, yeah. that pompousness to show it is men being pompous. Yeah. And like, we rule the world. It's like, <laughs> you need the girls go, yeah. Actually, you don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like that. But no, I thought I thought we'd have the same friend. Yeah. Best friend. So, what was your best friend? So, my best friend is Phoebe, which oh. I think generally over the series, over the episodes, yeah. your best friend is always going to be Phoebe. Yeah. I, I'm just going to always assume your best friend is Phoebe. <laughs> and She's I, my yeah, best it's very rarely. Oh, uh, I'd say in the early days, very rarely Phoebe mm. would be my best friend. But when you've watched so many episodes and you are wanting to, like you say earlier, putting that sort of cosy jumper on yes. and loving friends. Phoebe is a real touchstone. She mm. really feels genuine and feels like she's been like that all the way through. Yes. And I think with this episode, she's really funny. Yeah, she is very funny. She's, she's got some good lines. She's got the, some of the best lines yeah. in it. And I particularly like, you know, when they're, I think it's the last poker game and she gets a cart and she goes, Yes! Oh no. <laughs> I do love that was that was on my list of favourite quotes. I do love that. And, and, and yeah, obviously, you know, hello kettle, this is Monica, you're black. Yeah. And that kind of that sort of yeah, you're kooky, but you understand yes. characters. You yeah. know these people, you mm. know your friends, you know how they work and you know Monica's competitive yeah. and you know how to prick that. And I just I, I really liked her in this episode. I thought she had the best lines and I just thought she was, yeah, really lovely and yeah, supportive of Rachel yeah. and I just thought, yeah, she's my best friend. Aww. <laughs> so, 
best friend to Vivi, best friend to Rachel. Oh. So I guess we should kind of do a summary of this uh, episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Your sort of last thoughts and um, give it a ranking. Maybe, yeah. you know, coffee cups were the massive thing. I don't, yeah, they feel yes. like they went out later on, but I remember very distinctly the merchandise of the massive yes, coffee cup. the massive coffee cup. So we should do it in, yeah, um, like rank that. it in massive coffee cups. Out of five <laughs> massive coffee cups. Okay, five okay, massive okay. Coffee cups. Okay. So, um, yeah, any last thoughts and how many coffee cups are you giving this episode? Uh, last thoughts. I think this is a great episode, a really good one for us to start. I mean, I know we just stumbled upon this being our first one, but I yeah. think it's a very good first one to start with. It is. Um, as you say, I feel like all the characters are really sort of you're seeing them as the corns of who they're going to be, like the little nuggets of who they're starting to totally. to, to turn into. Yeah, and I think that's this episode is really good at showing all of the characters like that. I think overall, just a great episode. I'm going to give it. I guess it's hard to say because this is, is our starting yeah. block. Yeah, but I, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Good, yes. I mean, very high to begin with. I know, with. it is difficult because, yeah, obviously we've only watched this episode, so, yeah. like, our ratings may change. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we may, we this may might be to... a two later on, <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> we might have to revise, but um, I I think I'd also give it four and a half. I mean, I'm tempted to four, just mm. because it's not quite as many touchstones as I thought there was, and it right. didn't quite evoke the memory as I had of that being the episode. Yes. Because I just remember it's called yes. everyone's talking about that as the episode. Having said that, though, I do think it is a quality episode in the fact that it, they're all of them together. Yeah. And it's very mm-hmm. much them as friends. And it's setting out, this is a group of friends, yeah. which you don't often get later on. And I really like, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love friends. It's like, we're a group of yeah, solid, again, supportive yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. So, I'll join you on a four and a half. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And I like this being, I think this is the first time we really see the Ross and Rachel thing start to build. Yes. This is the building point here. Yes. So, I think that also makes it, points out as being a bit of a special episode, I think, in my mind. Definitely. I mean, considering where the last episode of the 10th series ends up with it's important that that is a note yeah so i think four and a half is a fair score yeah we'll put it as four and a half all right so next episode yes we're going to be doing your in inverted commas first episode the one you remember as being Being your first first episode and just as a little teaser don't get too excited because i feel like it's not going to be (laughs) as good as the one with all the poker i've got a lot to say about this (laughs) next episode (laughs) so join us then um you can also join us on the socials we're at pod underscore friends on insta and on twitter so yeah follow us there and um let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time okay bye. bye